What's up guys? We believe teenagers have been put in a box and under a stereotype and we want to break out of that. Every week we talk with the next generation of innovators and influencers about stuff like entertainment, fashion, sports, and food. We also get the perspective on current topics as well as find out what keeps them motivated on the daily. Welcome to Juvie. What is going on, Juvie listeners and viewers? We're back with another episode. And before Josh introduces this guest, if you guys are listening on Apple Podcast or Spotify, make sure you hit the download button. Yep. If you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, post notifications, leave a comment. Who are we Who are we talking with today, Josh? Today, we are joined by a very special guest. He is a young CEO and best-selling author, Tommy. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. I'm excited to talk today. Where are you from? So I'm from Louisiana. I live I live right outside of Baton Rouge. Nice. Cool, cool. I've never I've never actually been there. Yeah, me neither. We've had a couple guests from there. Yeah, we actually we've had probably three guests from Louisiana. Yeah. That's actually that's wow. interesting. I didn't even know that. Um so tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do? Where like yeah, just tell us what you do. So basically I'm seventeen years old. Uh, I'm currently a foster child here in Louisiana. Um so I live with multiple different families, you know, wow. I moved around different homes. Went to about 13 schools before I was like 14 years old. Wow. And I used all those all those things that happened to me, that adversity and pain, and I used it to write a book. Wow. And the book is called The Greatest Advantage. So the premise of the book is really kind of how you can use pain and adversity and all these obstacles that we go through in life. And it's about how you can use these things to transport, transfer it into self-growth and just self-betterment to be the best version of yourself on the other side of all those things. Wow. Dang, that's, that's a, really, that's a that's very good message. Yeah. So I'm interested. So you, like, you've grown up a lot of different houses. Did you, like, did you grow up writing or did you, like, after your stories, you're like, wow, I got to put this into a book? Uh, dude, I hated writing, bro. <laughs> really? I, I, <laughs> like, writing, writing a book, I have a lot of respect for people that can just that just enjoy writing books. Yeah. I, I was not that guy. Yeah. Um, but like what I really enjoyed doing was I enjoyed, you know, doing stuff like this, like being on the show and yeah. doing podcasts and being able to actually speak to an audience and speak to kids. And it's really difficult to, you know, get these opportunities to do these types of things when you don't have anything to leverage to, yeah, to get the definitely. opportunity. So like I I knew that for me writing a book was gonna open up new doors, was gonna yeah. allow new opportunities and allow me to speak to new people. So I really when I was writing the book I didn't enjoy writing it at all. Like I was like, this is boring. It's like writing yeah. a 200 page essay. Yeah, um, I got gotcha. But I was, I was excited for you know where that was gonna lead me. Yeah. So I, I think it definitely paid off. Yeah, that's so cool, dude. So it says in your Instagram that it's um your best selling author. How many copies have you actually sold of your book? To be honest, I don't know the exact number. Um, because I I self publish. So with gotcha. you know, when you write a book, you can go through a publisher. And I've never even gone through a publisher, so I don't know exactly how that yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. But I know I know there are a lot more you know, they're a lot more professional. They'll 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 give you your numbers, I believe. Depending yeah. on the publisher, they'll give you all your stuff. With me I, I just print out copies and I I just start selling. I go sell at schools, go sell at conferences, go sell nice. at events. I love I, that. Um I know it was a bestseller on Amazon for a little bit. Wow. Um until I made my own website. So I if I had a guess, I've probably sold between like five to eight thousand. Wow, that's super. Cool. That's really impressive. So you're seventeen now, correct? Yeah. So how old were you when you wrote the book? When I wrote the book, I was fifteen. But Dang. once it was actually officially published, um, I was sixteen at the time. Wow. So it took it took me about six months to to write it, or six to eight months to write it, 
and then before I could actually like get it out there and have it published and get it distributed. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that takes some dedication. Personally, Seriously. I don't think I could sit down and write a book. Josh, interestingly I'm actually, yeah. enough, I'm working on a book right now. Um, oh sweet. Yeah, both seventeen, both working on books. It's kind Josh, of a funny coincidence. It's a li- Josh's book's a little bit different. It's a bit different. You- I'm currently working on a cookbook. So I'm a chef. So I'm I'm working on a recipe book with a company. Um, awesome. So it's probably a it's a very different setup where you're doing self-publishing and i'm doing it through a company so i know how it works through a company but like tell us how the whole process works of self-publishing for people who don't know how it how it works so with self-publishing you're basically you know you're obviously doing all the things that the publisher are going to do you are going to do for you for yourself wow. um so you know you have to the first thing you have to do is you know once you have your manuscript done is finding your editors finding people that's going to read it review it tell wow. you if it sucks or tell you if it's awesome yeah, yeah. um go with all the grammatical errors for you then once you do that you know you basically you have to either find someone that that knows how to do it or you can go hire someone off of like fiverr these different websites yeah to make your your cover for you gotcha. um, you have to have a cover it has to fit certain like diameters and lengths and all that for yeah. the size of your book um and then once you have that you know you have to go and get the little barcode so you can sell your book Dang. and then you have to find a distributor i use a distributor called ingram spark i think they're amazing they put on amazon Walmart, Target, iTunes, Barnes and Nobles. Um, <clears throat> so finding the right distributor really helps. But what I'm working on right now is I actually I'm working on building a course that oh, teaches cool. people exactly how to self-publish. Wow, <laughs> that's great. And because I think if you self like self-publishing a book for me has opened so many doors, it's changed my life. Like I've yeah. been on TV, been on podcasts, made I'm like have good finances at 17 without ever working a job. That's so cool because of my book. So I'm gonna I'm making a course basically just teaching people how to do that exactly yeah um so also the follow-up through self-publishing does that mean you get to take like a high percentage of the earnings oh yeah there's there's tons of different ways to go about it (laughs) what what most authors do when they self-publish or really authors in general when they publish they sell through amazon and these retailers and I was doing that at first, the first probably like the first six months or so. <clears throat> I was just selling through retailers, but you lose so much money doing that. Yeah, you don't realize. Yeah. It. Like I on Amazon for every book that I sold that's ten dollars, I probably made two to three dollars. Dang. And wow. Which which is which is nothing. I mean, so I I went and built my own website. Um, it's the greatestadvantage.org, and I yeah. sell my book through my own website. If someone buys it, I'll pack it up, I'll ship it, sell it out to them. And now my, I make about seven to eight dollars per wow. book. Wow, that's really that's is, really good. So, which is a lot better than I was making for Amazon. Oh yeah. yeah. So I think for you, like what I can tell is like you're not doing it for the money. So like, what's your drive? Like, like obviously you said like there were some hard parts about <laughs> writing it. You would get bored, but like, what's that driving force that can makes you keep going? You know. Dude, I, I just grew up suffering, bro. Like, when I grew up, I just was miserable. Yeah. Like, I, I lived with my, my mom who had a lot of mental health issues. Um, She was, you know, she's an awesome lady, but, you know, she had her issues. My dad, uh, you know, he had drug problems. He had these issues. And <clears throat> throughout my whole family, there was just these cycles, these cycles that really hurt a lot of people. And, you know, once I got put in foster care, I was able to see, like, dang, this isn't just my family. This is a lot of kids out there. There's yeah, a lot yeah. of kids who have it way worse than me. But just as bad as me like there's a lot of people out there that are just suffering and just yeah, miserable. Yeah. um so for me you know it's not really about the money it's more of like how can i impact people like once you once you're able to relate to an experience and you're able to see what that feels like 
what it's like mm-hmm. to go through that. Um, then, then it just became like motivation, just like my passion to like, I want to help these people. I want to help teach them what I've learned, what I was able to do yeah. because of this. So that way, because like imagine a world where everyone that every time you go through anything painful, anything negative, deal with adversity. Yeah. If you grow from that, and yeah, everyone so did that true. every time. Honestly, our society would be so much better. So that's just like the vision that I see, and that the greatest advantage really represents. I that's love really that. Great. Um. So you, I mean, I'm assuming you probably learned tons of stuff going through all that suffering. You like, and through business as well. What would you say, since starting a business and pretty much throughout your whole life? The best life lesson you've learned? The best life lesson I've learned? Pro- there's probably two. Yeah. The, the best, one of them that I like to say is that if you can find the positivity or the, the, the great, the good things in every bad situation, you're never going to lose. Wow. Because every, every bad situation is going to, you're going to grow from it. You're going to yeah. become a better person from it. You're going to be thankful for it if you can focus on the light in that dark situation. Yeah, um, I think and thinking so like true. that, every every like when I was put in foster care, you know, when I was seeing these terrible things, I always just held on to that. You know, this is gonna bring me somewhere. Like this yeah, is gonna definitely. bring me somewhere positive. Dude, I I usually don't even share this story, but like when I actually before I was sitting at my mom's house, there was this little pond down the street from our lake, and I would go to that pond and I would just I would just pray. I would talk to myself and I was like, look, this sucks right now. You're being kicked out. Like you don't know where you're gonna live. Wow. You don't know where you're gonna go. The only thing that you know is that you're going to grow from this and you're going to become thankful for this because this is going to be the best thing that's ever happened to you. Yeah. And I told myself that every day. Wow. It doesn't matter what I was going through, no matter what was happening. I said, you're going to become someone, you're going to become do things from this that this world wouldn't have, wouldn't have expected. Um, so just thinking like that has helped me. Dang, dude, and that's crazy. The second lesson. I was like, yeah, I don't even know you lesson. and I'm proud of you. Like, Honestly, yeah. <laughs> that's so cool, dude. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. But what was um, the second lesson? But I'm not sure if this is like a, a faith-based podcast. You guys oh, no, yeah. We're, me, we're like, both Christian. Yeah. All right, sweet. You know, really giving everything to God really yeah. was a game changer for me. Like, I, I grew up really atheist. I didn't believe in God. I was like, that's stupid. Um, and then I started studying the Bible, studying Christianity, and really, you know, following Jesus and following yeah. God and just honing on that relationship. Um, I believe changed everything for me. I believe it's the reason really why I'm here, why I've been able to do the things that I've done. I believe it's all in his will and all yeah. his plan. Um, so, you know, when you're struggling with really, really honing in that relationship with God is, uh, is definitely a game changer. Yeah. yeah, I think if more teenagers had that type of mindset of like finding, because I think teenagers, they always tend to just find the bad thing in every situation. Yeah, definitely. Especially like, Fact. and it's like, if you would just use that mindset, literally what he just said and start finding the positivity in it, yeah. like, that's going to switch up a lot of things yeah. in your life. I'm guilty of doing that. When, like, if there's a situation and one thing goes bad, I start trying to pick out every bad thing. I'm like, yeah. I just make it in my mind so much worse than it actually is. Yeah. But then if you just flip the bad things into <coughs> something that could possibly be good, you find the, like, the positives in the situation. It's, yeah. You're going to feel so much better at the end of the day. Yeah. So I think... Dude. I was going to say, I think that mindset is, like, a huge advantage. But, like... Obviously, you have an insane, like, story and a background. But, like, overall, what do you think your biggest advantage of, like, starting young is? Because, like, there's not a lot of 17-year-olds writing books. Dude, starting dude, starting young is, is the way to go. Everyone, yeah. as soon as I started writing my book, people told me, they were like, I had other, I had classmates and teachers saying, you know, why would you write a book? You don't have that much life experience. First off, all, all, all of us 
besides like your story motivation, marketing purposes is so much better when you're yeah. young. Yeah, you know, very people, true. People are if you're starting a business or you're starting something that like you're chasing your dreams, people are so much more likely to support you when you're when you're young. True. Yeah. Like, and that's just that's just how it is. Um, yeah. When you're when you know you can't chase your when you're chasing your dreams and you're 30 and 40 and have a family and all your friends are working jobs. They're gonna be like, you do you, Brad. I don't care, dude. Yeah, like, exactly. But when you're 16 and you're saying, look, I'm gonna, I'm writing this book, I'm starting this conference, I'm doing these things, then people are more likely to support. People are more likely to be like, wow, this kid mm-hmm. is making differences. Like, if there's someone from his age is making these differences. I want to support this. I want to give back to this. Yeah. Um. So that's one advantage. But another thing is like the experience that we're gonna have on our friends now. Like, I'm sure you guys just with your classmates and friends and people around you is they're stuck in this mindset of, you know, go to school, do your homework, live the little life based on their, their little bubble. Yeah. You know, we're going to have so much more experience, so much more gratitude, so much more years of, of understanding marketing, business, how to speak to people, how to communicate. And these things are going to help us in our future. But like you're going to have like, we're going to have like 10 years of most of our friends. Exactly. Um, and that's going to really pay off, I believe. Yeah. I think just, like, starting young, like, why would you not want the head start? Yeah. Like, we're making so much relationships and so much experience so young that, like, we're going to be ahead of everyone when it comes to when we're 20 and yeah. they're just starting. Exactly. Like, then they're going to be like, oh, I should start yeah. when I was 15. It's like... Well, to go along with the advantages, I know we've kind of faced some of this along the way. Do you feel like there's disadvantages of starting young? Like, do you feel like people have respected you less being a young author or, like... Anything like that? Do you feel like there is disadvantages as well? I mean, I th- I think people can say that there's disadvantages. Like you can say, oh, you know, people will say, you know, that I'm not credible enough to write a book. Or yeah. people can say, you know, I don't have enough life experience to write a book. Yeah, but I mean, that all that really time. comes down to like, to like insecurity. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, like, like I I feel very secure with myself. I feel very secure and proud with who I am and what I, like how I think and my accomplishments and the things that I'm focusing on. So when someone says, you know, oh, I don't think you're old enough to do that, you know, I'll, that's okay. You can think like that, but that's yeah. not going to stop me from doing what I want to do. So I think the disadvantage of starting young really comes down to if you're insecure. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, I if, if you're confident, if you know what you're doing, like if you have a vision, you have goals, don't wait until you have a family and a mortgage and student loan debt before you yeah. start chasing your dreams. Like you got to start honing in on that. While exactly. You Definitely. That's, that's what makes the most sense. But the thing is, is like, even when you're starting young, you have that much more time to fail. And yeah. I, I see failure as a good thing. So it's like, if I have the next three years to just build up this podcast and fail every single week, guess what? When I'm 20, I'm not going to fail on those same things when yeah. everyone's just starting to fail. Right. Exactly. Like why wait until you can't afford to fail to start failing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, one we of still, our, like, we, like, I was just going to say, we still live in our parents' house. Like, yeah. we're not going to, like, if we don't make money, like, that's okay. Yeah, like, we're we fine. That's not our yeah. that's not our, that's not our goal. Yeah, that's why it's it's good to start when you have all these Nothing resources in front of you. you don't, we don't have anything to lose right now. We have absolutely everything to gain. Exactly. So it's like, why would we not start? Because um, that's also the message of one of, our, one of our friends, Brian, who is also on the podcast. He has a podcast called The Fail Journal. And his whole message is that failure is your biggest um, like helper to succeed. What do you think about that? Like, do you do you agree with that? Yeah, I I love what you just said, dude. Like, we how you know it doesn't matter if you don't make money in the podcast. It doesn't matter if I sold zero copies of my book. Yeah. It doesn't matter if I start something and nobody comes. Like, yeah. It literally does not. We we could literally like I don't know if you guys watch Gary Vee. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course. But 
I'm a huge Gary Vee fan. Like, I like what he says. You know, we could literally just keep on failing until we're 30 and we'd be fine. Like, yeah, exactly. like it's, it's really okay. So, you know, right now, what's, what's really important is experience and knowledge. And even yeah. less alone, the people that are just that are working in these fast food places or working in these retailer stores, like, they're, they're working, they're trading out this time that they could be using for experience, for knowledge, to learn. Yeah. You go make like seven dollars an hour. Yeah, and like right now is the time to chase your dreams and to fail, and that's okay. You know, it's, at least you'll learn from it, and you'll know how to actually acquire your dream later on when when it's not time to fail. And I think like a lot of things that teenagers need to realize is like the comfortable way or the safe way isn't actually always the best way. No, it so, really like, is. It's more comfortable and easier for me to go get uh, a fast food job than put all my time and energy into a podcast yeah. that's starting from the ground because like. I, I'm not making for sure money off this. Like, no. this isn't like I'm going to come here, work nine to five, and I'm going to make money. No, I'm going to come here, work my tail off, release episodes, and a couple hundred people are going to listen, right? Yeah, but maybe then, a couple hundred. But you know what's more worth it for me is when we get messages and exactly. we get to meet people like Tommy yeah. who are out here literally spreading the same message. Yeah. And like, it, it's worth more than the money. It to means me. way more to me when we get comments from people all over the world saying that they love what we're doing and we're motivating them than like any money we'd ever make. Exactly. Like, I remember one of the one. One of the more like motivating comments we got from somebody was when this this girl DM'd us and said that she was wanting to start a business, but she didn't really have any motivation. And then she watched our podcast on how we started it. And then that apparently motivated her to actually go after her dreams and start a business. And that meant way more to me than any money we could make. Because it's like what we're actually doing is working, you know? Yeah. Just just the impact alone that you guys are having, that you guys are having on people, on teenagers and aspiring people, is so much more worth eight dollars an hour. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't you can't put a price on on impacting and changing lives. And you never know. Like you could start this podcast, someone can start a business that becomes really successful, and in twenty years they can say, "You guys motivated me to exactly. start this." Yeah. You know, I want you guys to have this huge opportunity. Come to this conference. Come get work work with us or whatever. Exactly. Change your life. Like you never yeah. know. Like I feel like we're like relationships is so important. Definitely. Yeah, and I feel like we're planting seeds and like we don't even know it. Like yeah. think about it. It's the small percent that we're impacting and then sending a message. Like think about the other people that we're impacting but they're not taking the time to send a message. Like it's that small percent. Like we're planting seeds all 100%. over the place. It's just insane to see. And I'm assuming that's what I mean not assuming I know for a fact that's what you're doing as well. Like do you ever wonder how oh. many people you motivate with your book on the daily? Sometimes, sometimes I'm sitting there, I'm just, and I just wonder. I'm like, I wonder if anyone's reading my book right now. Yeah. Um, like, like I just, I just, just out of curiosity. Um, but like I, I've had friends, you know, I've had friends before. Like I've made, like I did an event one time, um, for with my book, and you know, I made I made a thousand dollars in a day, and you know, for a seventeen year old to make a thousand dollars in one day, you know, that was like a huge deal for me. Um, and I had friends that argued with me. And said that their eight dollars an hour is better because it's stable because they'll know they'll get yeah. it. Well, I don't know how much I'll make next week. Yeah. And just you know, just the ability, just to have like your like control over yourself, control over your own time, your own money, to get paid based off your creativity, your yeah. work ethic, <clears throat> your ability to impact others. You know, for everyone that wants to start a business or that's considering starting a business out there, or just chasing their dreams young, it just makes so much more sense. Like. Yeah. Like it, it, it almost, it almost like silly not to at this point. Exactly. Well, and it's like for you, like no one has any excuses after hearing your story. Yeah. Like you've lived 
like an unstable life and have still found a way to get grounded and exactly. be stable and then motivate people out of that like that's insane yeah. like those people who live very comfortable lives and like oh i don't have the, what it takes to do this like shut up there's no excuses <laughs> if you lived going what house house you said you went to 13 schools before you were 14 or something is that what you said yeah somewhere around there yeah no one has an excuse yeah. there's no excuses to not start what you want to do if you were managed to become very successful in what you did from your start like that's Dude. very impressive to me thank you I've, I've had people that use the excuse that they don't have a sad story is why they're oh not like my. I've, had, I've had people that said like like i was like i told my friends before like look like you're you're really into running go write a book about running go write a book that motivates people yeah. to run like like brand, find what you enjoy and brand it and Dude, scale it. That's exactly. how you get rich. Gary V talks and about I, that I, all I, the time. It's so true. Absolutely, it's so true. And I've I've had people that's been like, well, it's easy for you to say you don't want to have a sad story. We can you know oh, brand ourselves up. Like that's not like that's you're not the, the point. point. Yeah, that's the story. Exactly. You can do it with anything. Exactly. Yeah. That's it's what like, that's what I'm working on at the moment. I like, I'm I was good at cooking, so I was like, yeah, I'll try and make a cookbook. It's working, and if it like, it's the same message. You just brand what you're good at and invest what, in yourself. What's so interesting about us is that, like, I'm, this is literally just coming to me now. We saw a problem and we started it. It wasn't yeah. something that we loved. It was actually the complete opposite. We saw a problem in teenagers. So I think, like, honestly, when it comes to starting a business, you either, like he said, find something you love and find a way to brand it, or you find a problem and you find a way to fix it. Exactly. And yeah. so I feel like we've gone the fixing route, and that's why it's working. Yeah. And then now we love fixing it. We just exactly. mix the both of them. It's, oh, so fun yeah that's so good i love that so you said in your um in your instagram bio we checked through instagram and stuff it says you're a ceo does that just mean of like your of the book website or the book company or do you run other things as well so i was actually uh, working on a nonprofit um oh. for a little bit and so basically what happened with this nonprofit is we were working on a nonprofit um just to supply for foster children okay supply um supply basically you know supplies clothing food books yeah um really focused on kind of like mentorship and get these kids connected with mentors and people that can help them grow that can help them grow as a person and we that was like really like the center of the nonprofit. so i was working with the cpa to help us get it set up um and i was going to be the president and the chairman of the nonprofit. yeah but we ended up not going down that route the nonprofit because instead I took a turn and I partnered up with this already nonprofit. Um and I partnered up with the event ma- I'm sorry I'm losing my voice. No, you're good. <laughs> and I partnered up with the event manager and I've been working with them instead. Nice. Um because so I, I was so I was about to be a CEO but then I switched it. I just I just haven't taken that out my bio. I just haven't no, thought about good. it. Gotcha. That's so cool. Okay. Yeah. But, so, so that's pretty much what I do now is work with nonprofits. That's great. So we like to talk, obviously, like talk about fails a lot and winning a lot. So just run us through, like, what do you feel like your biggest fail so far? Like something went wrong with the book and then like your biggest win. Um, my biggest fail, um, I've spent a lot of money on things that were just like, I thought were good business investments and they just weren't, to be honest. Yeah. Um, like I'll get like, like I'd find a website provider. Like I would get a recommendation of someone that's like, mm-hmm. here, use this website provider. And instead of doing research on the website provider and like, um, and like really making sure that's a good, you know, that's like what I want to use or using a free trial. I'll just get so excited. I'll be like, I'm going to fully commit to this and put yeah. out $400 and do it. Yeah. Um, and then I realized it was a bad purchase. It was stupid. I don't like the website or whatever. Yeah. And not the switch and I wasted it. So I, I've done, I've done a lot of things like that that were just stupid. So I'm just rushing. Yeah. Um, 
my best business investment though was I don't know if it'd be investment, but just realizing like business really is a team game. <clears throat> like I didn't realize this till till recently, but business, you know, success happens in teams. Yeah. Um, like when I get the when I make the most money, when I sell the most books, I'm teaming up with other business owners, with conference leaders, with other people that are leading events. And we team up together and that's what makes the most money. So really just yeah. finding the right partners, yeah. the right people to team up with, that's always when I've done my best. Yeah. And so if if anyone wants to start a business out there, and just finding people and networking with the right people is one of the most important things you can do. Yeah, I think it's so true. And like what's interesting is they a lot they're like, Don't go into business with your friends, or whatever. And I honestly don't think that's true. Yeah. Cause like me and Josh, I feel like since we're so close and we're so already grounded together, I think that why this is working. Yeah. Like, because we go through lots of rough patches, yeah. but because of our relationship, we can fix them. Exactly. And I think like that's yeah. more that's more impactful than going into a business with, like a random person. Yeah. You know? Um Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Tommy, I'm gonna ask one more question and then we're gonna do go with the wrap up question. Um so obviously you're being very successful. Oh wait. We're good, we're good. It doesn't pop up on Zions. Oh, it doesn't? Nope. Okay. Um so obviously you've you found your success with this book. Um would you say that's your dream or do you have like another dream that you want to achieve in your life? So I have another dream that I'm actually working on like right now. Um, me, me and my friend, um, one of my, one of my best friends, his name is Camden. And we got the idea for this conference that we want to, we want to have host in November. Mm -hmm. Um, it's going to basically be here in my hometown in Denham Springs in Louisiana. And this conference is basically what is going to happen is we're going to get a worship team we're going to get um, the, some of the biggest Christian speakers in the country. Wow. And wow. we're going to have these people come down here. And we want to host one of the biggest high school Christian conferences that, like, America's ever seen. That's wow. Uh, we want our football field. We want the school. We want the track. We want people to – we want it all packed. We want people to drive across the town and say, you know, I don't know what – I don't know what I'm hearing. I don't know what I'm listening to when they're hearing people worship and praise. Yeah. Like, I don't know what this is. But I, I have like I'm drawn to this. I want to go to this. I want to go check out what this is. Yeah. And we want to have the whole town here in this one area, just worshiping, praising God. Yeah. Making believers. So that's really like my dream right now, just to work on this Christian conference. Very sick. Um, so that's something I'm working on. Hope and I'll hopefully it should be. We're gonna have it in November. Is the plan? That's so nice. great. You never know. Maybe you'll see Juvie there. Maybe, maybe Juvie yeah. will do a little trip to Louisiana. Dude, that'd be awesome. Visit a couple of our other guests. That'd be Heck, super. That'd fun. be a very cool trip. Well, I'm excited to see how that folds. Yeah. Unfolds. Unfolds. But the one question we ask every single guest, and we end it with, is, "What do you feel like the most misunderstood thing about teenagers is?" Most misunderstood thing about teenagers is that they have limits. Yeah. That wow. people always are trying to put a box on each other. People are always trying to say. You know, I can't see myself accomplishing this. I can't see myself doing this. So they try to put those limitations on others and say, you can't do that either. Or yeah. you're too young to do that. Oh. Or you're not mature. Or you don't have enough life experience to do that. Um, and none of that's true. You know, I really believe we can do anything we want. Like, yeah. there's there's no limits on this earth. We live in one of the most opportunity-providing countries. We live in so one of the true. best time periods with social media where we can do stuff like this. Yeah, um, so That's cool. never even been thought of before. So, you know, really, there's nothing we can't do. Yeah. I love that. I like that answer a lot. Well, before this Zoom call runs out of time, guys, please, everyone go support Tommy. All of his links to his website, if you guys want to get his book, all of his social medias, all will be the first links in the description. Yep. If you made it to the end and you still haven't downloaded the episode, make sure you hit that download button. Subscribe. And I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Perfect. Perfect.